Welcome to episode two of season two of The Sample Study. I'm very glad that you're here for this session. The date is Thursday, August 17th, 2017, and I'm your host, Too Mellow, standing at attention in front of my music production software. Here at The Sample Study, I take just one sampled song per episode, take the song it is sampled in, recreate the beat by hand, and analyze how the producer who sampled it got from having a record in their hand to having the sample on a record of their own. Today I'm happy to be taking another listener request from Ryan on Twitter who asked about many fine songs, one of which was the legendary track 93 Till Infinity by the West Coast Collective Souls of Mischief. Thanks Ryan, and just to remind everyone at the top of the show, samplestudycast at gmail.com is where you send those great requests and questions to be answered on the show. That's samplestudycast. So without further ado, I'm going to begin talking about today's song, and first, the song that it takes its famous melody bed from. Billy Cobham is known as Fusion's greatest drummer, a percussionist that has worked with Miles Davis, George Benson, Grover Washington Jr., and been a house drummer for Atlantic Records, on which the album we're going to talk about today was released. His sophomore release, Crosswinds, is a four-song album with a massive 17-minute-long sound portrait in four parts, as he calls it, Spanish Moss, taking up the A-side. On the B-side is a little, actually not little, but eight-minute-long track called Heather, within which Souls of Mischief producer A-plus found the melodic basis for the group's uh, most well-known track. I was going to say arguably most well-known, but no, it's, it's the most well-known. <laughs> Let's listen a little bit to the lazy, gorgeous jazz of Heather. Album's Heather features John Williams on bass, John Abercrombie on guitar, the famous George Duke highlighted on the keyboards, Billy Cobham and Lee Pastora on percussion, Garnet Brown on trombone, Randy Brecker on trumpet, and Michael Brecker on woodwinds. Now, what you heard might not seem too familiar. Well, a lot was done to these parts of the song to get to the song a lot of you know and love, Souls of Mischief's 93 Till Infinity and we'll get into more of how this becomes that later in the lab. Souls of Mischief was technically formed in elementary school when two founding members started rhyming together at age eight and informally formed the group in high school, later releasing their debut album. Souls of Mischief is also notable for being part of the very popular collective hieroglyphics with Del the Funky Homo Sapien, among others. 93 Till Infinity is a classic, crowd-pleasing song that really helps show the more laid-back side of West Coast hip-hop in contrast to the gangster rap that also originated in California and was still blowing up the charts around this time. 
I think everyone loves this track from golden age era heads to backpack rap fans to mainstream fans to those who champion underground intellectual hip hop and even modern fans that are tuning in today. So let's kick it off. Yo, what's up? This is Tajay of the Mighty Souls of Mischief Crew. I'm chilling with my man Festo, my man A blessing, my man Oh, you know he's dope. Yeah. And right now, you know, we're just maxing in the studio. We're hailing from East Oakland, California, and um, sometimes it gets a little hectic out there. But right now, you know, we go up you on how we just chill. Dollar seven digits, call up Bridget. Her man's a midget, plus he got fringe. Yo, I can dig it. Here's a 40 swiggin', you know it's frigid. I got him chilling in the cooler, break out the ruler. probably guess which year 93 till infinity was released in it was produced by a plus on the album of the same name that was put out on jive records and hit number 85 on the charts in the u.s not too shabby so it's time to transition to the lab this is the part of the show where i completely recreate the beat that today's sample was used in to show how and why it was used the way it was now i do go through these relatively fast so if you're actually following along your own music software and you have any question about how to do something, please write in or uh, just contact me on Twitter at Mellow Makes. We're going to start by taking the Souls of Mischief track and identifying the beats per minute, the tempo of the song. Once we know this, everything else will fall into place. Like the pitch at which we would want to play samples, we'll know that. We'll know the way we want to chop up samples and place drums too. It's like a paleontologist having a rough idea of how an animal was shaped before they have its skeleton right in front of them. The beats per minute, or BPM of 93 till infinity, is 103. First, we're going to create the drum beat so we have something to build on top of for the rest of the elements. So, we're continuing with that theme of building a skeleton. The drum beat's primary element is a sampled break from Graham Central Station's The Jam, taking place 5 minutes and 10 seconds into that song. Going to take this and slow it down by one semitone and 47 cents, or 147 cents. Now it works at 103 BPM, but I'm still going to chop it up a little bit. And then to make it sound like it does with the technological limitations around which the original song was produced, most notably limited memory of capability of a sampler, we're going to play it in mono. 
After that, we're also going to filter the high end off and increase the impact of the kick drum by raising the low end around 60 hertz. Now, while we're here, we might as well fill out the beat. Uh, so maybe the most driving part of the drum beat is the tambourine sound in the left ear. I think it's a sample from Lynn Collins' Think, one of the most often used tambourine sounds in hip-hop, and it sounds close enough, so that's what I'm going to use. I'm going to lower the high end and mid highs to make it feel really light and fit right in. Not too sparkly, but also not dull. And I'm going to put it in mono as well. The last part of the drum beat is just this subtle little hi-hat in the right ear. So that's super easy to do. Okay, next we're going to take the bass of the sample, also the deep bass of the sample, music joke, at the 626 mark of Billy Cobham's Heather is where the famous loop begins. barely be able to identify this as 93 till infinity though however without pitching the song up by an amazing seven semitones and five cents i think this might be the furthest we've had to pitch up a sample on this show so we go from having this to having this more recognizable thing I did a few little chops to get it exactly in time with the beat, but it fits pretty well with just the pitch change. Next, I'm going to put the sample in mono. filter all high frequencies above 306 hertz, which is pretty major, leaving only bass and very low mids. Then I'm going to add to the lower end, but not too much because if I do too much, it'll clip and sound nasty. Uh, clipping is the term for when something goes above the digital volume limit and very clearly errors out. Uh, when someone says a sound or voice is blown out, you know, conjure that kind of sound in your mind, and that's, that's what clipping sounds like. It's very easy to clip with very low sounds and very high sounds. So next we're gonna get that iconic horn hit. We get that from around 405 in the original song. Here it is. I'm going to speed it up by setting it to the same pitch as the rest of the sample has been and cut it to the right length. It's notably panned to the left ear, so we'll do that. Then we'll make it mono, which has been a running theme this episode. Now we'll take out most of the low end with equalization, boosting at 1 kHz but cutting off everything below that and also cutting off the very high region. 
I wanted to also give it a slight bit crushing. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but what this effect does is reduce the actual sampling quality of the sound, like the fidelity. A lot of samplers would do that to reduce memory usage, but for me with my computer, of course, it's just stylistic. Lastly, I add the notable delay echo, and that will be a simple mono delay occurring in quarter notes in a quarter note rhythm after the occurrence of the sample. Now, we're going to grab another horn hit from shortly after this one, at 4.09 in the original song. Going to do the exact same effects on this one, chop it into the beat right here. And we're then going to copy it and make it happen in the right ear, pan to the right, after the first one. So now we have all the horn parts in place and there's only one thing left to do. During the chorus of 93 till infinity, one more keyboard part is added. Highlighting keyboard is George Duke's contribution to the song Heather. That's here at 237 and it may actually be identifiable at its normal pitch. We're going to pitch that up to 7 semitones and 5 cents, just like everything else. Then we're going to lay it over our beat and under those horns. I fade it out before the end of the measure to be a little smoother and make it feel like it belongs barely any effect work on this one. It pretty much immediately sounded right to me. Just going to put it in mono, greatly boost the mid-highs to highlight the keyboard sound, and cut off the very high frequencies. So with that, we're finished with a decent facsimile of 93 till infinity. Let's listen to all of it together. After the lab, we usually have a section called Tech Trek, where I pick a certain piece of hardware or technique used a lot in hip-hop production and discuss it, but due to some time constraints, I didn't get to pick one and research it this week. Next time. So that will do it for this session of the Sample Study. If you have questions or requests, send them on over to samplestudycast at gmail.com with the subject line questions or requests. You can follow the show on Twitter at SampleStudyCast, and you can follow me at Mellow without the W makes. Mellow makes. I really appreciate iTunes reviews. If you have the time to leave one, it really helps the show get out there. Or just tell your friends. If you would like to support the show financially, my Patreon is patreon.com slash 2mellow. 
That's the number two in Mellow without a W, and you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash mellow. I'm trying to get the Patreon to $350 monthly, and if I do that, all patrons will start getting the sample study a week early. So you can purchase Billy Cobham's Crosswinds anywhere you can find music, and you can also get Souls of Mischief's 93 Till Infinity anywhere too. Thanks so much to Billy Cobham and his band. Thanks to the Souls of Mischief. And most importantly, thanks to you for joining me on this session of the sample study. Keep digging. You'll find it. (laughs) 